Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to Positive Approach to Care's Dementia Care Partners podcast series, brought to you in part by Truelta, extending the length of time that seniors age in place by building skills to help families manage care at home. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, and joining me as usual is Tipa Snow. Now, normally, we schedule our topics ahead of time based mostly on questions submitted by our podcast listeners. Today, however, Tipa has agreed to a little role-playing without knowing the topic, and things could go bad quite quickly. So here we go. Tipa, come on, it's time to go. Where are we going? Well, I... I I told you before, you're going to your new home today. Now, come on. My what? Stuff. I'm going new, to my what? Your new home. No, I don't. Oh, I don't we need to visited, go to my new home. We visited it. We've been I've there. I've never about, been. This is where I live. What are you talking about? We've been there about five times, and we've moved a bunch of your stuff I've there. Never, I've never been somewhere else to live. This is ridiculous. Tipa, you cannot stay here. I we, can, too. You You'll can, take me out of here feet first. You can't stay here because you just, you left the stove on. You've done all sorts of goop. You're going to burn the place down. Never done something like that. Why are you making this up? You just want my money get, and the just house. Get and in move. the car. Just I get am in not the car. getting in the car. I'm not going with you. Thanks, Tipa. Now, the reason why I sprung that one on Tipa by surprise is because I think that's what it feels like to many persons living with dementia even though it may have been talked about before and before and before. So have you heard this story a few <laughs> times, Tipa? Oh, uh, just a few. Yeah, just just probably a few thousand. Because it's the kind of thing where we think that we're doing something that is immediately necessary. And we have worked on it. We built up to it. We, we thought we got buy-in. We knew doggone well we didn't quite get buy-in, but we knew that it wasn't safe, safe for the person to stay where they were anymore. But what we struggle with is how to help someone who thinks they are still safe where they are to choose something different because there is that sense of who are you and what do you think you're doing? I'm an immature adult. I selected this location. I don't need you telling me what to do. And, you know, I don't think anybody intends it to come across as Greg did it, but to the person who's on the receiving end of this, number one, it's new information, even though it's not new information. <laughs> and the hard part for for people in Greg's position or us around the person to realize this for the person living with, if they have the type of dementia that results in problems holding on to immediate recall, detailed information, uh, information that doesn't match previous history, then it's just not available. And people will say, well, she's got to have realized, I mean, we've, she saw us pack everything up. And it's like, sure enough did. But then that stuff that got packed up is just, it's gone. I mean, 
I don't remember the process of getting it packed up and the reason for it's packing up. So I might also do something else, which is call the police and wonder why my place has been robbed or, or it's been vandalized. Or I might call them on you and accuse, accuse you of trying to do something that, you know, and this is all happening because I feel threatened. So if, if a person is in this situation and, and many families eventually face this, when and how should we plan? Because as you say, involving the person living with dementia might be okay when they're younger and able to comprehend, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But that plan may be thrown virtually out the window by the disease, not by them, the disease. Right. And one of the things is to consider, well, maybe we're not the right messengers. And so sometimes we keep trying to be the messenger when we're not a good messenger for this. Um, this could be, and my pattern is typically to try something that says we need to try something different. Um, the authority figure, which could be a physician, it could be health services, it could be adult protective services, it could be the sheriff's department because of a fire incident or a fire risk situation is requiring, and this is the important thing, for right now. For right now, we've got to try something different. So they want you to go and be somewhere else for right now. They're saying right now, staying here is not an option. Now, Greg, think about how that's different than you're going to have a new home. What? How's that different? It, well, it leaves the door open to me mm -hmm. mentally. Uh, like, I, I'm not as resistive immediately. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to push back. As yeah, because for right now gives, there's an element of hope. I mean, for right now, and I could finish it off with, and for the foreseeable future, I cannot imagine a future in which you would be able to come back. That's my reality. That is not a reality that I need to force someone to accept right now, because my goal right now is to get their feet out of the doorway and into a space that for both of us is a safer, more reasonable space. But if I start shoving somebody who's in the doorway, what, could, what do they have to hold on to? Yeah, literally anything. Really anything. And so what it becomes is I keep shoving and they keep finding new things to hold on to. And it becomes this knockdown drag out. And the problem with that, I mean, the ultimate problem with that is when I get them in the new place, the only place I could possibly even consider is one that's secured. Because if they feel cheated out of their location, then they will attempt to get out of the location they're placed in. So this idea of having some sort of authority figure, and we've got to figure out what actually seems to make sense, that for right now, the rules are, I mean, I, I wish I could change it. I wish there was some other option I had, but they said, given what's happened right now to the house, in the house, this, there's this burn marks all over the walls. I mean, the, the, the stove isn't working right. Now, the reason the stove isn't working right is, fill in the blank, Greg. <laughs> well, because it's been burned up or they're not able to turn it on or- Or oh. they don't turn it off. I mean, the stove isn't working right. Yeah. I mean, that is, and this is where people say, well, those are lies and it's not, that's true. The stove is not working right for somebody safely living in the house. What's happening is I'm turning it on and walking away and my brain is not able to hold on to, I need to go back and turn it off. So for right now, we've got to do something different. Now, would you rather do this or that? Because we've got to pick something. 
So the other piece that I didn't say earlier is giving either or options. And it has to be a simple this or that. Not do you, would you rather live with me or live with, with Harriet? I don't want to live with either of you. I know you don't. So would you rather live with family or would you rather live with, with an, an apartment in, in a building where you have your own room and I am not in that room with me or without me? And if they're ticked at me, probably without me. <clears throat> well, then what we can do is look for somebody else to be present, but not with you. Well, speaking of being ticked at you, mm -hmm. if I drag you out of your house kicking and screaming, <laughs> and then I come to visit you the next time, you're probably going to welcome me with open arms, aren't you? I Gee, thanks, Greg. I, I love this place. I cannot believe you put me in this blank hole and walked away. You who have stolen everything of mine. I never thought I'd have a child. I never thought I'd be married to a man. I mean, because in that moment, when I see you again, this is what, you know, aha, I don't remember details. I do remember sometimes emotions and what triggered that emotion. And if you were the face, you were the voice, you were the presence when this occurred, oh, I can hold on to that a long time because that threatened my very sense of self, every belief in my relationship with you I ever had, my sense of safety and comfort, my, my space, my place, you took it all away, you. And so what happens is you can probably anticipate a burst of anger and frustration and even rage. I would go even up to the possibility of rage or you imprisoned me. Or I don't understand why you abandoned me. Why did you? And you might have seen me really tearful and, and heartbroken that you would do this to me, um, depending on who I am. So, so Tipa, because so many families are facing this, mm -hmm. can somebody get help? I mean, we're doing a, a podcast on this. We're dedicating about a whole 10 minutes. But for somebody else, this is a life it's a life altering experience for both parties involved. So sure is there somebody's shoulder I can A, cry on and then B, ask for assistance? Yeah, I would strongly encourage if you, if you really suspect this is gonna be a pattern and you have tried and it hasn't worked, don't keep trying it. And look at maybe connecting up with a geriatric care manager, possibly looking at even just a free consult from us to sort of get you on maybe a different pathway or to get you to try some things out before you try them with somebody that you're nervous around or you suspect might not accept it and work through some of the variables to see whether hmm, maybe looking at you know, there might be a social worker available where you are being asked to do something like for hospital discharge planning, for instance, they might have a, a, a patient advocate that could actually step forward and help you. But you definitely don't want to try to do this neither alone nor without skill. Because if we have someone who is unaware of their deficits, um, trying to point out their deficits during a time you're also trying to rob them of their home, their safe space in their mind is more than likely gonna backfire or create a barrier that makes it almost impossible to do anything that gives them a sense that you value them. Um, and it can last quite some time and can interfere with care and even well-being for the person. Tipa, thank you very much for going along with the role-playing. Thanks for the opportunity, I think. <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you, Tifa. And remember, if you're a family care partner looking for more PAC videos, as well as other fantastic training resources, call your local area agency on aging and ask for Truelta. Our friends at Truelta offer a learning platform specifically for family care partners, and it's often included in resources from your local county or state government in the U.S., you can find more information at www.truelta.com. That's T-R-U-A-L-T-A.com. And yes, podcast listeners around the globe can also Google truelta.com. Join us again next time.